And then a few moments later, she smiles. She gives the, the desk clerk a big hug and then walks away. So why is <laughs> She has to think of what? Why don't you know that? The fear. The fear, right? Have you ever heard one of the two ways of stopping? Scare someone. Scare someone or, or drink water, right? What were you going through in your mind? Why? What were you doing? Maybe some things like anything else. What did you first thought? Sir? I don't remember the 
But it doesn't stop there. If God just gave salvation, then that would be enough. I remember last week I had uh, just a, a, an empty brain. I was speaking and then I just lost my train of thought. We were talking about a uh, Sunday with, uh, with, I forget the speaker's name, but he was going through the, the Savior. You guys remember that Sunday? And there was a, uh, there was a thing that we would But it'll be 
Now, like I said, it was a 10-piece song. So if you look through all of, of the sheet music and, and you're looking and you're thinking everything that you have to do, you'd probably be like, it's not worth it. I'm not even going to try. Forget it. But then, what if you had just heard the song on, on music and you hear how beautiful and how amazing it sounds? You would say, I don't want to hear the song. I don't care what the work is, the final result is beautiful. So that's the, the concept that we see here. Yes, there's rules. Yes, there's, there's steps we need to follow. But having that end goal, knowing what our, the, the finish line is, is our motivation. That's the beauty that he's talking about in the morning before. What actually trained the storm is beauty. So, do you have that perspective? Do you have that perspective of your life, of what it can be for God? Do we have that, that concept of ourselves? And a lot of times, whenever we talk about what do you think of yourself, we always think, oh, we shouldn't be thinking kind of ourselves. We, we should be humble. Yes, but we should understand our position in Christ. That we are to glorify Him. And we are, if we are in Christ, we have that power to influence the world of Christ and bring glory to Christ. So do we have that beauty of ourselves? That through Christ we can have an impact in, through our lives if we are in Christ. That's that kind of beauty. Yes, it will take some work. We are going to have to change some things in our lives. But it's okay because we know what our final result can be. And why do we want to do that? Because back in verse number 17, every good gift comes from the Lord. The Lord deserves this completely without question. So let's go through uh, what we have to do as we're getting to the hearing and doing. Blame number seven, I'm sorry, blame number six, it says, Take off all manner of filthiness and wickedness and receive, put on, welcome, Absorb, submit yourself to meekly humble yourself and receive the word of God. So notice it starts by this process, right? Yes, we have that end goal of beauty, but we have to first throw off the wickedness, the filthiness we have to receive. So let's look at verse number 19. It begins by saying, Wherefore, my brethren, so that wherefore kind of goes back to what he just talked about that we just looked at. It said, Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, and slow to wrath. I mean, how how many times is it is it lost, right? How many times are we slow to let's see, it says swift to hear, how many times are we slow to hear? How many times are we quick to speak? How many times are we quick to be And if I examine myself, I'm sure I'm going to But I, I will probably be in that second bit, right? That I'm quick to, to, uh, to share my opinion. I'm quick to get upset if it doesn't go my way. But I'm very slow to, to, to listen from a different perspective. But in God's telling us, we should be quick to hear, but we should be slow to speak, slow to wrath. And that's, and let's keep going. In verse number 20, it says, For the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. Wherefore, they part all filthiness and superfluity of nine. 
So we understand our sin, and we need to be quick to hear. So here he focuses on listening, because without listening, we won't be able to do those But listening is only happening. So we have to listen, but we also have to lay aside our filthiness and our wickedness. But it's not just laying aside, but then it says, it says, superfluid nonsense. And what's the next word?
And we have to have that daily personal relationship with Him. Well, let's go down to blank number nine. It says, meekly receiving the word, as we already talked about, the word of truth, means more than just hearing it and nodding to it. It means to embrace it and to actually, in faith, act upon it. And I think that's the hardest part for us, is actually acting on it. And putting our faith into practice, which we're going to see later, we're going to see later in James, James where he compares works and faith. So here's kind of a prelude, if you will, of him going into more detail about the difference between works and, and faith. But here he gets us started, and he gives us a beautiful analogy. Look at verse number 23. It says, For if any be here of the word, and not a Jew, he is like unto a man beholding his face in a natural or in a glass. What is he talking about there? Well, holding his face in a glass? Like, looking at a mirror. Looking at a mirror. Exactly. Seeing yourself. Can you imagine uh, not knowing what you look like? Like, imagine back in the day before they had like, these, these full length body hair, you know what I'm talking about? Like, they just had uh, maybe a piece of metal. Maybe if you looked in your sword, you could kind of see the reflection of yourself. Or if you looked in the shield, you can kind of see a reflection of yourself. Can you imagine not knowing what you look for? Uh, I don't know about you guys, but uh, knowing what you look like is only part of it. What about what you sound like? Have you ever heard of yourself? And putting yourself back in the answer to the light listening to Okay. I'm going to give you like, it feels like fingernails are not okay. But it feels like fingernails are not okay. Like, it sounds Well, what about your looks, right? It's like, I can't believe people actually look at me. look this bad. Well, yeah, in fact, I was, I was strongly thinking about James. Is this morning I'm shaving. So I was strongly thinking about shaving without looking in the mirror. And seeing the I was, I was really scared to actually. I was like, these kids are not going to pay attention at all. They're just going to be focusing on all these patches that I'm doing. And I thought about I mean, would it, would it be like this guy that doesn't even know how to, to take her? So, 
to say, oh yeah, I looked, but eh, it's okay. But here it says that uh, verse 24, for he beholdeth himself and goeth his way, and straightly forgiveth what manner of man he was. And then he brings it back into perspective of why is he telling us this verse 25. But whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continueth therein, he may not forgetful here, but a doer of the work. This man shall be blessed. If any man among you seem to be religious and bridled on his tongue, but deceived his own heart, this man's religion is vain. Then he says, What is pure religion? It is undefiled before God and the Father to visit the Bibles and widows in their affliction, to keep him unsmiled from the world. So the very last one understand. The word faith doesn't mean to not remember. It means to discern. Meaning that we need to see what is wrong with us. Having faith is more than just a mindset, but it's an action. He's going to go on to say the difference between faith and works. Not working for salvation, but true faith does work. It does uh, put forth into action. And that is kind of where we end today into that perception or that perspective that we're going to see. So I want to encourage you to, especially as we go from here, let's not just be hearers and nod our heads and say, yeah, that's good. But to actually put it forth in practice and put it into reality and to see, God, what are you teaching me? How can I use this in my personal life? That's all I have for you guys this morning. We'll pray. Father, thank you so much for today. The passage in James where we are encouraging.